Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Adi Bolaños in San Francisco, and these are the California stories we're following. An appellate court has ruled Huntington Beach is not exempt from a speedy review over its alleged failure to adopt a housing plan. In 2023, the state sued the city of Huntington Beach for not creating a plan to build affordable housing for its residents. State law allows for a speedy review in these cases, but the city argued it was exempt from this law because it is a charter city. Well, this ruling from the appeals court affirms that is false. A trial date for the case must be in place by the end of the month. And the union representing staff at the LA Times is calling for a one-day walkout today in protest of planned layoffs at the newspaper. It would be the first union walkout in the paper's 142-year history. The Times disclosed yesterday that substantial cuts were coming due to a growing budget deficit. Although management did not publicly disclose how many jobs would be eliminated, sources say the plan is to cut at least 100 journalists, or 20 percent of the newsroom. This would be the third set of layoffs since June. And last week, the paper's executive editor stepped down over tensions with the paper's owner. California lawmakers are considering a bill that would ban investor-owned utilities from passing lobbying costs onto customers. KQED climate reporter Laura Clivens has more. The bill follows a Sacramento Bee investigation that found SoCal Gas spent millions lobbying against the state's clean energy policies and had ratepayers pick up the tab. Matt Vespa is a senior attorney with Earth Justice. Really what the bill does is create confidence that utilities are not working behind the scenes to undermine California's climate and air quality goals. He says current loopholes encourage companies to see what they can charge to customers and correct their mistake only if they get caught. If passed, this bill would charge utilities for making such errors. In a statement, SoCalGas says recent media reports about their use of ratepayer funds are incorrect. For the California Report, I'm Laura Clivens. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. 
the land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. And now another in our series, Finding Community in California. As we age, our social networks tend to shrink, leaving us feeling disconnected from the world around us. And that can take a toll on someone's mental health. But recent studies have shown this feeling of loneliness is also linked to an increased risk for heart disease, dementia, and early death in older adults. That's why a coalition here in California is working to change the way we address aging by bridging the gap between health and social care. Glad you don't have a camera for this. I know. It's a monumental day for 83-year-old Shori Chapman, who's getting a professional haircut for the first time in a long time. My neighbor cut it, but he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> I know, I know. See you. In the last couple of years, Shori hasn't ventured out of his small apartment complex in San Francisco much. He broke both his hips in the last decade, so getting around is difficult. And he doesn't have his wife, Margaret, around to help. She went through multiple surgeries in the last year and is living in a care facility in Santa Rosa. I call her every day at 10 o'clock, 10 in the morning, and we talk for half an hour. So that works out pretty well. We have a wonderful relationship, even at a distance. Even so, Shori recognized he needed help with small tasks like taking his clothes to the laundromat or throwing out the trash. And, well... Because I'm kind of lonely, to tell you the truth, although I do have more company than I used to. Through the help of a pro bono social worker, Shori found San Francisco Village, a nonprofit that connects volunteers with residents 65 years and older in need of assistance. That's how Shori met Lisa and David Rice. They're just... They are the greatest thing since sliced bread. They walked Shori to his haircut today. They spent Thanksgiving together, and they've even driven Margaret down from Santa Rosa to spend time together. For David and Lisa, who just moved to the city from Texas, this is also more than a volunteer gig. It's been really enriching and given us a sense of connection, you know, and almost like a sense of family. These are deep emotional needs that all of us as human beings have. That's Kate Hopkate, the executive director of San Francisco Village. She says as we age, there are many things we need to do in order to stay healthy that are not addressed by our current health care system. Getting a ride to a medical appointment, having fresh food in the house, um, being able to transition to home after a hospitalization, fighting off isolation and loneliness. That's where the village model comes in, and it's expanding to other parts of the state, including Kern County. The goal is to create a network of communities for seniors who can't afford to move into a senior living facility and don't qualify for low-income assistance programs. They're called the Forgotten Middle. Kristen Hayashi has studied this group with the National Opinion Research Center at the University of Chicago. She says these programs are great, but... 
really is uh, illustrative of a, of a patchwork of systems that um, older adults are navigating, but we want to make sure that there's equitable access to these services. She says we need policy solutions that provide long-term housing and care options for middle-income aging adults. Back on Shori's block, Shori introduces Lisa and David to his daughter, Disa, who's visiting from the East Coast. Thank you, guys. Oh, my gosh. I can't even begin to express And for a brief afternoon, Shori has most of his community all in one place. And that is the California Report for Friday, January 19th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Jim Bennett, Catherine Monahan, Christopher Beal, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Billy Cruz and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our vice president of news is Ethan Toven Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Adi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and adult and children's health systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. The William and Flora Hewlett Foundation, investing in creative thinkers and problem solvers who are working to ensure that people, communities, and the planet can flourish. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy works to create a cleaner, healthier, more secure world for all. On the web at theschmidt.org. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.